Yes, it's Chris, the dating doc. I know you haven't heard from me in a while, but we're going to do a catch up. This entire episode is all about the dating doc. Not only me, but this kingdom that I'm growing. So yes, it has been some time. And you know, I, I often feel like with the podcast, it felt like a little bit of a classwork, a homework that I owed people, but really I need to be reminded that I owe it to myself. This is a cathartic experience. It's different from TikTok, it's different from YouTube, different from Instagram, where I may push one minute of advice, or when it comes to YouTube, you know, maybe a recycled video from TikTok, or it might be something on a recent court case or just viral news that has relevancy to dating relationships. But when you're doing a podcast, an audio-only podcast, I feel like I can be a lot more vulnerable. I can literally close my eyes and speak these words and not feel like there's this pressure where I have to be on compared to YouTube, right? So um, I'm a little more naked here, uh, sometimes quite literally because, hey, the camera's not on me. But the bigger point is that I need to treat the podcast as not only a way to be able to discuss some of, for example, some of my research series, such as my series on Myers-Briggs type indicators or attachment model theory or dating advice, and also just use it as a way for you to meet the human behind the dating doc, which alludes to what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be about how the dating doc is not only me, but now as an enterprise, how we're growing as a business. I'm going to talk about some of the personalities that are going to be behind our content creation side of house. I'm also going to talk about this little bit of a drama on an imitator. And you know what they always say, if someone's imitating you, you must be doing something right. Stay tuned. So I was talking about my content creators. You know, what's what's awesome about this, this this idea that became reality was all born out of me watching an episode of the book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus. I get zero commission, zero anything from that, royalties, et cetera, et cetera. And there was a line where, again, Boba Fett, he's he took over Jabba the Hutt's uh, syndicate, right? It's almost like he's becoming the godfather of his of his area. And he's not getting the respect that he he feels he deserves. He's being a fair ruler. He's being somewhat strong, but he needs to feel like he needs to be an even stronger ruler. And oh, stay with me here. Stay with me here, especially if you're not into Star Wars or any of this, but stay with me. This makes sense. And in a line to his uh, most trusted advisor, he says, you know, I have the credits, but I don't have the muscles. What he meant by that is he has the money, you know, they call it credit, but he doesn't have the muscle. He doesn't have people to back him up to uh, to establish his kingdom. And it's funny because, you know, uh, that's how life works. Sometimes uh, whether it's uh, life advice, whether it's business, something would just hit you out of nowhere. And that hit me out of nowhere. Again, here I am supposedly supposedly using this show as a way to escape and relax. And all of a sudden, just boom, just hits me. I was like, wait a minute. You know what? Without coming off presumptions, I have the credits, but I don't have the muscles. I don't have the team. And I used to have a team. 
when this company was called Synergy Dating, I had an entire mob from the matchmaking side, events, webmaster, et cetera, et cetera. So I decided, you know what? Let's get the muscle. So what did I do? I went on Indeed.com. I did uh, submit three positions for review and, and advertisement. And these are legit, well-written positions on Indeed.com. And the first thing to shoot was the content creation side of the house. Now, granted, you're talking to a guy who's 41, you know, kind of in this weird middle ground where I poke fun and laugh at the content creators. But I also understand that marketing is moving way in the direction of social media and bite-sized content and attention economics. So here I am. Yes, I, I guess you could say I gave in to my younger self and I put an ad out for content creators. Now, I purposely made sure that my preferences were just for San Antonio. And I got flooded with all kinds of applicants. I mean, all types. And it is not easy. I'm telling you right now, it is not easy to hire often indeed. And, and, and it's here's why. At best, it was very hard to filter through some awesome candidates. Very hard. At worst, there are some people that do not even get the basics down. They don't upload their, their uh, resume. They don't completely fill out their profile. They don't add their contact information. There's And then if they do upload the resume, there's all kinds of misspellings. Second or third letters capitalized in a sentence that should not. And all, all kinds of basic stuff. It just frankly annoys me. But the better news, the more realistic, was that I had really, really great candidates. But again, I only have so much credits for the muscles that I'm going to buy, right? For the, the group that I'm building. So part of this process is called shortlisting, right? It's basically you're filtering out and then these people have made your tournament finals, your quarterfinals, if you want to look at it. Those will go up for interview and then from there you select. Well, out of all these awesome candidates, after I filtered them, some, after I said, hey, I'd like to set up an interview, didn't contact, didn't respond at all, got it, move on. Some responded, but um, just could not confirm an interview time. Some I then interview and did not do their due diligence, which was simply to research the company, find out what you're, what you're getting into, what you're going to join. Heck, remember what you even applied to which is not too hard because a lot of this is done through Indeed. For example, if, if let's say I found you and I hit a button and you get a notification saying, hey, this, this position, this person from Indeed.com, this company is interested in you, you can it hyperlinks to the position you apply to. So it, it doesn't take more than two to five minutes for you to be able to say, okay, cool. I, I know exactly who this is and uh, the position that I applied to. So I need to start thinking of talking points or at least mentally prepare for my interview. Some couldn't even do that. So I, I went through all that mud, all that mess, and eventually ended up with five super stellar people 
not just talents, but people. I mean, these are great people. They get along. Uh, already, I can tell that they're they're very emotionally aware. They're not trying to outcompete each other. They're not trying to um, down another person. There's none of that. Now, part of that could be the fact that I am the governor. I'm in charge of this syndicate, if you want to look at it that way. So I am ensuring that people's uh, egos don't flare up and that creativity is promoted. But so far, so good. So if you want to see these folks, which are basically the, the new muscle on the content creation side, head to Instagram or head to YouTube and you will see there is a consolidated video on YouTube that they all respond in. Okay. And this includes Ashley, Courtney, Tony, Stephanie, and yours truly. Right. And we also even have um, another member who's from Panama, who's our video editor. His name's Jorge. So again, great team. Uh, check it out. Check it out on social media. I even just posted a video from Stephanie on our uh, TikTok account. So go ahead and, and see what they're about. See the new faces that are part of the brand that is the dating doc. Not just me. The dating doc is not just me. It is now a group that all believe towards healthy, self-accountable dating. Stay tuned. So now I'm going to talk about Victoria. Victoria is our newest event coordinator, and she went through the same process. I had a position on Indeed.com. There were people that responded, were interested, or did not respond at all, crappy resumes, um, responded, but then never confirmed an interview, et cetera, et cetera. So what's interesting about her is she reached out to me before I even started my round of interviews. I don't know what Victoria was doing. Basically, she says, hey, um, have you made a decision yet? She calls the company line, which 90% uh, of the time forwards to me. And I know what she was doing. It, it wasn't just, hey, have you uh, made a decision yet? It's knock, knock, remember my name. I was like, okay, you slick. I didn't put too much energy, energy into it because I thought, okay, what if, you know, go, you know, what, what if I wait a week and all of a sudden I hit her up, she's not interested, you know, whatever, right? So no, she, once I went through all the resumes and I started my rounds of interviews, she was very enthusiastic, very, very quick in setting up a time. We did the interview and then bam, I was like, holy smokes, I, Victoria just knocked it out of the park. And on top of that, she has experience with the industry. She did some work for Match.com, okay? One of the rare publicly traded companies, Match Group Limited, owns a whole bunch of, arguably they have a monopoly, but that's another discussion. Uh, she recently helped me uh, run a speed dating event that I had this past Friday. She did really well. We went, we went over some pointers. It was definitely good cop, bad cop. You know, you had people coming in there trying to get in for free. And I'm the one that was like, no, that ain't happening. She was very more silk. She was more about keeping everyone uh, in good spirits and very hospitable and uh, learning the ins and outs of a speed dating event. Now, for those that don't know the dating doc, we don't just have speed dating. We do workshops. We do scavenger hunts. We do wine socials. We do an escape room mixer. We've done axe throwing speed dating, right? You name it. So, um, so hats off to her. She is part of the 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 muscle there. And 
if she's listening, she knows she was part of a, a very instrumental meeting today, which will be part of the evolution of how we here at the dating doc run our events. It's going to be fun. It's going to be innovative. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But yes, welcome Victoria to the team. And you got to hear this last bit controversial. So here, here's the good, the good tea here. I have been passionately in the dating service industry since 2010, September 1st, 2010. And I have had all kinds of competitors come through, right? I had a speed dating company. They forgot to renew their URL. I bought it. So now all of a sudden, anytime people wanted to know about their company, it redirected to my site. Another company, matchmaking competitor back when I was doing matchmaking, at least a lot heavier. And they copied almost to a T the page of a popular matchmaking company, national company. So what do I do? Go to the national company and say, hey, look, I believe there's some copyright infringement and processes uh, duplication here. Boom, all of a sudden they're gone. So I'm very cutthroat about this. Very cutthroat. So what do we have here? We have a company who one of the founders comes to one of my events months ago and says, you know, I'm looking at doing my own thing. This is great. And almost verbatim, almost verbatim, she says, you know, but it'd just be nice to invite just selective singles. So with this stuck up beyond was basically saying was she's too good for most of the people there and that she wants to do something exclusive. Okay. I don't think much of it. There's a lot of people that say they're inspired by what I do. Execution is a whole nother thing. So what happens? Fast forward. Boom. She creates it. I ain't too worried about it. Okay, cool, cool. Clap, clap, clap. What's funny about it is she was part of this mixer where I, I handed out pens and then me and my staff, we picked them back up and she kept mine. I said, hey, I need the pen. She's like, no, I, I like to keep this one. Like, okay. It all kind of makes sense. Maybe some weird good luck thing, you know, keeping my competitor's pen or some, some weird witchery going on. I'm like, okay, okay. So again, fast forward, and I'm looking at her event descriptions, and, and lady, lady, you don't have to copy me. Do your own thing. I appreciate it. I'm actually, I don't know if ranking-wise what annoys me more, the fact that you're not original or the fact that you couldn't even come out and say, you know what, I'm starting this. Maybe we could team up. You didn't do that. You don't do that, and you didn't do that, so you now, business-wise, you're dead to me. You're dead to me because you didn't do the courtesy, okay? Now it's Pepsi versus Coca-Cola, except you Pepsi. Nobody's hearing about Pepsi anymore. When we could have collaborated, you could have said, you know what? How about we push both of our events? We help each other out. No. 
Uh-uh. And on top of that, you copy a lot of the verbiage that I use. You change up your description when it comes to age groups based on exactly what I write. You started switching up your Instagram to look like mine. It's so beautiful. Buzz, be beautiful. Here's the thing. I am very professional. And what I mean by professional is I'm very decisive. I do have a roadmap. I have a literal roadmap stored in my Google Drive that outlines where I want this business to go to. Meanwhile, here we are, like the Chinese copying the American military, right? Just quickly copying the weapons and the research. I'm telling you right now, I love competition. But quote unquote, I love more competition that copies because then that just urges me to beat you out even more. Because then now, not only do I see with competition, I don't even respect your approach because you're copying me. You understand what I'm saying, right? I have shut down two businesses. I have acquired a third one, which now makes it three because I really took their leads and I built my business market or my Houston business market. You have a long fight ahead of you. Okay. Now say this because first and foremost, I am a businessman. I'm not just this guy that says, oh, it'd be nice to host events. And I got it. I understand the goodwill and the purpose and the vision of my company. But above all, above all, I am a businessman. And I'm insulted that you will copy my process, my verbiage. To keep my pen. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed about that pen. She's going to keep the pen. And here, here I was thinking it was something nice. Like, oh, maybe I'll meet someone. i keep this pen as good luck. No, you kept the pen because you want you. That's the pen of, uh, you know, of copying. That's what it is. Uh, the, the little superpower, Xerox superpowers it gave you. You didn't get my attention because I see you as a threat. I don't see you as a monetary threat. You got my attention because you decided to imitate me. That's why. Whoa, 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 whoa. But before I go, before I go, let me just say this. In life, in life, things that we see is, is bad or negative or whatever recycle that into something useful. I just talked about an episode from Boba Fett where he had to gain respect of his of his little kingdom by adding more muscle. And by muscle, he meant adding more people to his team. I talked about these, uh, these duplicators, these imitators. All that is is a catalyst to fire me up. That's all it is. Okay, Marvel competes with DC. At one point, Netflix was competing with Blockbuster. Uber versus Lyft. Target versus Walmart. 
cheap imitator versus me. Use those scenarios to fuel you. And sometimes your biggest competitor is negative, lazy version of you versus focused, determined you. Who's going to win out? Social media, addicted, sit on your ass, watch Netflix versus line out your goals, lose weight, read version of you. That's your, you know, that's your version of your Walmart versus Target. And sometimes you might think, well, sometimes I just want to shop at Walmart, which is my lazy, unpredictive, unproductive version. And sometimes you're like, you know what? I want to go to Target, which is more the focused, hardworking, and uh, far-reaching, future-minded self. And by the way, you know, I go to both Walmart and Target, so don't don't get me wrong here, right? I'm not. But what I'm saying is. I just outlined this this competitor of mine, and and I see that just more as an opportunity to recycle that that angst that oh my gosh I couldn't believe that into focus into determination into providing a better product. I'm putting her on game if she's listening. I will mentor you, imitator. Imitators deserve to be mentored because they can't come up with anything original. So bottom line, recycle your pain. Recycle that angst into something productive. That's your dating advice. Boom. Look at that. I did it. I gave y'all something. Little home run. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Again, this was a way to catch up, to understand what is going on. And whoa, wait a minute. Team is growing. Come on out, join us. Join us at one of the events if you're in San Antonio. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, and of course, follow us here on Spotify. This is Chris, the Dating Doc, signing out. Peace.